0: Welcome back to Design and Destiny, where we look each week at how we can live deeper in God's purposes for us so that we can release God's power into all the world. And if you are new to the Destiny Makers community, well, a special welcome to you. We hope that if you like our podcast, you'll consider subscribing and check us out who we are and what it is we have to offer at our website at destinymakers.org. Well, on our last podcast, we began talking about living in your authentic, God-ordained, God-originated design. In other words, his intentions for your life in order to experience, but also express the fullness of your God-ordained destiny. So on today's podcast, I want to explore one of the obstacles that gets in the way of living in the fullness of your design and destiny. But first, it's important to know this that God created you with choice, free will. And we'll get into that more later. But for today's purposes, know this, that love is a choice. Rejection is a choice. Salvation is a choice. God has a a purpose that he designed and wrote about for your life before you were even born. But you have a choice. It says that he wrote about this in Psalm 139. And from the uh, Passion Translation of uh, Psalm 139, 16, it says this, that God knows your every step before you even start your journey. In other words, he knows in advance every choice that you're going to make and every thought that you'll entertain. And it goes on to say, and he went into your future to prepare the way, should you choose to go that way. And Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says that those plans that he prepared for you are to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. But you must know and be aware that Satan also has a plan for your life because he hates God and he hates everything that God loves. His plan, the Bible tells us in 1 Peter 5, 8, is to devour you. He's like a roaring lion. And Jesus told us in himself in John 10, 10, that this thief, this lion, he comes to steal and kill and destroy you and the beautiful destiny that God has for you. You know, I get really much more into this in my destiny living course, but let me just say this here, that both God and Satan have a plan for you and choice of response belongs to you with every thought that you decide to entertain or dwell on throughout your day about yourself or others or the world, both positive and negative. And at the end of your life, your destiny is going to reflect who you chose to listen to the most. But right now, with just all the heightened craziness going on in this chaotic world, you know, we know from numerous, numerous, numerous studies that have been and are taking place over the last, you know, year and a half to two years, that there are many, many, many people now living in a heightened emotional state of concern and stress and frustration and anxiety and worry for their health, their families, their finances, their jobs, their personal freedoms. And all of this stress, frustration, anxiety, worry, it originates, it originates from fear. And, of course, the media keeps promoting this fear over and over 24-7 because, of course, you, I'm sure you've heard this saying, if it bleeds, it leads. But did you know that fear is foreign to God? I mean, obviously, God knows all things. And it's not that God doesn't know all things, but fear is unfamiliar to God because God's essence is love. And the opposite of love isn't hate. The opposite of love is fear. First John 4.18 says that there is no fear in love. And perfect love, God, casts out all fear because fear has to do with punishment. Think about this. There is no fear in love. God is love. And there's not even an ounce of fear. God does not know fear. It's not familiar to him. Romans 5:5 5, 5 says that the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts through the Holy Spirit. So think about this, where perfect love abides and resides in our hearts, there's no room for fear. Fear is pushed out. See, fear and love cannot coexist in our hearts. So where you give fear space, you've pushed out love. Love is absent. Fear robs us of the peace that Christ sacrificed himself for us. In Isaiah 53.5, it says, you know, that, that Christ was, or the Messiah, was, was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. And the punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his stripes, you and I are healed. Isaiah 26.3 says, you, meaning the Lord, you, Lord, will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord is the antidote or the prescription against fear. When you are trusting in the Lord, there is no fear. Now, let me just say this. It's okay to get afraid. Fear is a real emotion that alerts us to danger. But most of the time, fear, F-E-A-R, is false evidence appearing real. Maybe you've heard that acronym before. So it's okay to get afraid. It's just not okay to stay afraid, to entertain fear. Why? Because it's the wrong focus. You're giving your attention and your energy and your efforts to what you don't want, what could go wrong. You're creating pictures in your mind over and over again of all the negative what ifs. Now, when you're planning, it's good to know your options and have contingency plans. But you must stop dwelling on what you don't want for yourself, for your family, for your life. Fear is negative goal setting. And why is that important? Because your life leads in the direction your thoughts feed. In other words, you move toward the most dominant thoughts, ideas, pictures that you hold in your mind. And when you choose the enemy's path of fear, you're helping him to steal and kill and destroy God's design and destiny for your life. So you must begin by paying attention to your thinking. And I understand this might be hard for some of us who who have made worry and fear our automatic default drive. In other words, we've created the habit of worry. So when it arises, when you feel fear and worry and frustration and anxiety arising in you, acknowledge it. I even speak out loud to it and I'll say, stop it. I will no longer feed you. You must go. Instead, what if this? And then give yourself the picture of what it is you do want. What if instead of what ifing what goes wrong, how about what ifing what could go right? Give yourself the picture of what you do want. Pick scriptures. Verses in advance, in advance, you can't wait till the moment. But if you pick scripture verses in advance that speak to you about combating fear, the promises of God about combating fear, you want to do that and you want to write them out, write them on three by five cards or sticky notes, meditate on them, declare them out loud. You know, I was doing some internet research and I haven't counted this myself, but I saw that the phrase fear not, appears 365 times in the Bible. How interesting that God has given us 365 times to fear not, one each day. Fear not, trust in the Lord. Then when fear and anxiety and worry arise. you have these scripture verses. You have them as a ready weapon in hand to war against the enemy that wants to devour your God-ordained design and destiny. So stay alert, my friends. Consider what you're thinking today and reject fear. Trust in the Lord. I'll see you next week.